Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom. Com dot com slash compatibility. Always follow the, follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Here we go. Follow the money. VSIN, the sports betting network. Mitch Moss along with Polly Howard. We like to call this our Thursdays with the Maestro. Mike Palm joins us in studio. He is the VP of Circa of the Golden Gate and the D in downtown Las Vegas, mm-hmm. also the host of Odds On. Weekdays at 2 Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. Mike, as always, greetings and salutations, friend. Good morning, Mitch. Good morning, Paul. Good morning, morning Watertown, Massachusetts. Met a guy from Watertown that was here staying at Circa. Our loyal family there at Ness in Emmitsburg, Iowa, a Wild Rose Casino. I'll be there in about three weeks. Oh. We, we launched in Iowa. I'll do a little tour there. Uh, first weekend in November. Peekaboo Marquee, we see you. Whistler, British Columbia, everyone watching on Roger Sportsnet. Good morning. Upper St. Clair, suburb of Pittsburgh there, AT&T, uh, and Fontana, California. Oh. Spectrum, welcome. Oh. Welcome. How you been? Good week? Well, this is a terrific time of the year. Oh, it's amazing. Baseball playoffs. We just had hockey start. Full-fledged here, mid-season now in football. College football starting to heat up the playoff races. NFL, I mean, what could be better than this? And, and no NBA yet, so it's perfect. It is the best it's, month of the year. It's really right? good. It's, it's like really better than good. March Madness. I, li- I like the baseball playoffs, so I mean, there's nothing like You say the Stanley Cup and the baseball playoffs, they're just a breed upon themselves, you know? Yeah. Yep. Uh, let me ask you this. Let's get to the football here for a second. You've been high on the Chargers for, I mean, I think probably since the day that they got rid of Anthony Lynn. You're mm-hmm. like, oh, I like this team a lot, mm-hmm. right? Because you liked Herbert so much last year, as we all did. Is he, at this point already, possibly the best quarterback in football? 
Well, that's going a little. That's a little bit of a stretch. Is it okay? Isn't, isn't it? I I don't know. Let me ask you this question. And I asked Amal Shaw this. I said, if you owned an NFL team, and of course they would never let that happen for Amal to own an NFL team. <laughs> but if you owned an NFL team, what coach quarterback combo would you rather have? Would you rather have Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, or would you rather have a Staley and a Herbert? Oh, this might be it for Reid. You think so? Oh, I think this could be it. I could see him handing the baton to to be enemy beyond this. Well. If it does, if it goes sideways for this team this year, and they uh, don't get corrected, and they miss the playoffs, how old uh, is Reed? Oh, he's got to be mid sixties. It has to be. Yeah, I'm very impressed with Staley so far. No, That's ha- all the right. I love yes. his press conference. Did you see that answer? Yeah, the answer about you don't have to run, be, have a good running game for play action to work. His answer was terrific. He also pointed about the physicality about it, uh, and, and also, there's a physical part of the game is right. why you must run the football. That's right. He also had a great press conference. It might have been yesterday about the Gruden situation and about the trust you have to earn with human beings and how you can't violate that trust. He says all the right things. And he's so aggressive. Yeah, well, I think that's the opposite of Well, he knows game. they weren't going to stop the Browns. He had oh, to keep true. going on fourth down. What sure, a game that was. Sure. The Browns had the ball 36 minutes and lost that game. I, I, but still, The Browns would have been better off if the Chargers didn't miss the extra point because they wouldn't have got conservative there with the one-point lead. I agree. That's what I, I totally feel, agree I with that. Yep, yep, that's, that's, that would have happened. How do you run 30? What are you doing? I don't no, but but most coaches there kick the field goal fourth and eight, whatever it was, to make it a four, cut it to four. He goes for it. They, they score a touchdown. Oh, they have five hundred yards again. No, no turnovers whatsoever. They lost the game. They lost. I don't know. That game felt to me like a scrimmage, and we're going to see it later in the playoffs. It just felt to me like uh, it was a warm up session because I really believe that they're two of the three best teams in the AFC. Two of the best three. Yeah, I think Bills, Browns, and Chargers are the three best teams in the AFC. This can't say defense can't stop anybody. No, you're right. They, they, they never. Every year they talk about they're going to do this, they're going to do that. They're the mm-hmm. same. Yep. I want to run this by you. I had a better who I really respect who, who told me this, I think it was Monday or Tuesday. He said, Mitch, I don't care who your quarterback is if your defense is this bad. And Las Vegas, Chris, who's a great contest player out here in town on, on the NFL, he sent me a note that the Rams in 2000 averaged the most yards per play in the history of the sport at 7.0 yards per play. The Chiefs on defense this year are allowing 7.1. <laughs> that was the greatest show on turf? Yeah. That team? They're, they're, just, they're just bad. At least the Cowboys. The Cowboys aren't a great defense, but they turn you over. Yeah. I mean, the turnover is the same as getting a punt, right? And even better because of field position. So, But the Chiefs, I don't know. There's, you can take the Chiefs to miss the playoffs. What do you get? Plus 350? Is yep. that enough? I don't know because who's the other? Who, what other team's going to emerge as a wild card? I, I don't That's get it beyond that, right? That's There's got to be yeah. two of those teams like... New England, Cincinnati, Denver that have to be better than Kansas City to knock them out. The Colts now one and four. God. How do they blow that game? How do they I was watching in play. I didn't I I laid seven, I knew I couldn't cover, but I was watching in play. When they were in field goal range, up eight with four and a half minutes to go, you could have got Baltimore at plus sixteen hundred. You're kidding. In play. No sixteen. To win the game? Yeah, but you gotta get the missed field goal, obviously. You're going yeah, down yeah. eleven yeah, with sure. four minutes, it's gonna be tough. You're gonna have to onside. Oh my god. <laughs> Plus sixteen. Horrible oh, with wow. blanket. Horrible time with Blankenship. Yeah. Then right. he had another kick to win at the yeah, end of the game. Yeah, Forty-seven yeah. yards. Oh, with the I hip. Mean. Forget about it. Yeah. What do you think tonight? Tampa and oh, Philly. I, I, the game that I got the most wrong this past weekend was Carolina. I loved Carolina. I didn't know why the number went from four and a half to three. I loved mm-hmm. them. I mean, they dominated the first half, but they just don't. They didn't score any points the rest of the game. You can't do that. Their defense was okay, was but you can't expect the defense to shut the other team out for three quarters. I don't know, Philly. I, I don't trust teams that won't run the football. 
I to Staley's point. They, do it, they yeah. refuse to hand the ball off to the right. running back. Right. Yeah. Refuse. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. The survivor was nuts okay. last week. Paul. Come on. Paul. How about survivor? Thirteen hundred and forty-three on the Vikings. <laughs> yes. And everybody that I knew that had the Vikings kept texting. They can't pull away from the Lions. This is going to end badly. Yep. But if there's any team you want to be be down with thirty seconds, <laughs> what do you make I this? I, I asked what this question to several people. Kicking back off to the Vikings at that point with thirty-seven seconds left, and the Vikings with two timeouts. Aren't the Vikings almost still the favorite at that point yes. in that game? Yes. If Detroit's going to yes. play like that, out, that's soft. And they actually got the kick where it wasn't to the end zone, and they wasted time and got back to like the 15, which I thought was a big deal. But, oh, no, they give them 25 yards right down the, the middle. Right off the bat. Yeah. Stealing. Yeah. Yeah, it's ridiculous. He, now, 1343, right. the Patriots are down 16 or whatever it was. They had 443. The Ravens, think about all these teams that were down to the Vikings late and those with two scores. You know if those three teams lost were down to 229 and no. Yeah, oh is God. that right? Yeah. If those three te- 14, 1343, 443 and 253, we'd be down to 229. The only the only oh, real man. knockout was the Raiders this week. 54 people. Remember uh when we were younger growing up and we'd watch like John Elway and the and the Broncos in the early to mid 80s? And it was always a big deal. The two-minute drill. Mm-hmm. What can Elway do? He's down two by minutes. four points. Yeah. He's got he's got to go seventy-five yards mm-hmm. in two minutes, and he's got a timeout. Today, that's three scores. Well, <laughs> the, the, I mean, the drive in Cleveland, right? They went they went ninety-nine yards. Yeah. That was unheard of. How of could course. that have ever have happened? Yes, yeah, yes, right? Right. Back then, it's yeah. impossible that that could happen. Yeah. All he needs thirty seconds. Absolutely, yeah. that's it. Good point. Good point. Now, how about? Are we only two people? Failed to submit their pick? Three, three. Oh, was it three? It was okay. three. Down from 16. Yeah. So we're at least improving there. Yeah. <laughs> Save your angry emails about it. You won't take ownership for, for Ben so, so we're left with 22-68 now. Okay. <laughs> well, you get the, everyone will use the Colts, I imagine. Against uh, the Texans. You like it? Do you like well, that? Yeah. You know, um, oh, I, I don't know. Amal made a good point last week, and he wasn't there on Friday, but on Thursday I said uh, he had two survivors. And I said, are you going to take the Vikings? Because the o- offensive line problems of the Patriots. He's like, you know what really the play is this week? The Steelers against the Broncos. I said, you're kidding me. He goes, no. If you look at this, this is actually the play this week. And I think he, he took one Steelers and one Vikings. All right, worked out. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. Good job. Okay. Now, how about what Hannah, Hannibal Barca, what this guy is doing in <laughs> Circa Millions. He's in first place. He's 22-3 and three ATS. He's also tied for third. Same guy. Yeah. It's a long season, though. It's a long season. I, I can't pick two winners. These guys <laughs> right. I know. go 5-0 oh. every week. Yeah. Right. It's hard to pick. I look at the, I, no, no, New I York Mike. The, New York Mike that was that on back to back to back to back four and one weeks. He's still not even top fifty. Now, there's so many more people though this year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just by the by the the sheer number of people in the contest, there, there's going to be some people that are going to be seventy percent to win it, right? Just because there's so yeah, many right. more people that will happen. This, yep. It will happen, but it's hard. I look at the board every week. You know, I do Gil's podcast. I look at we give three best bets. It's hard to come up with a third or second sometimes. That you even like these numbers are so sharp in well, the NFL. Mike, now that we have teams on bye, and next yeah. week I think it's six teams overall that are on a bye week. Yeah. The survivor becomes tough here the next couple of weeks. Oh, that's right. I think we'll I think we'll see this twenty two hundred number. Talk to me three weeks from today. I think this number will be below fifteen hundred. I think we'll start okay. really whittling it down. All right. God, well, no. If the Colts lose, though, that thing is everyone's going to take the Colts. I think because a lot of people have already burned the Rams. And then are what you, are your are other you options? Convinced on the Colts because they played well on Monday night for three quarters. I don't know. Texans Texans yeah. dominated the Patriots. Yeah, okay. Then the Patriots, did you watch the Buffalo game and the Carolina game, too? The Patriots look so slow on defense, don't they? They look so slow. What was Cully doing? What was Cully doing? He burns a timeout and then tries a 56-yard field goal with a kicker that's missed it. an extra point. I know. What it. was he doing? 
I thought they were going to win that game, but then David Culley couldn't help be himself. You know, baffling. Mills looked good. How about that defense? How about your guy David Shaw on thir- on Friday night in Tempe? Oh. Stanford had ten drives that passed midfield. They scored ten points. <laughs> <laughs> Shaw. Uh, okay. Wow. Your insanity. Yeah. Uh, it's unbelievable. Uh, do you want? Do you need more time than right now to explain what happened with this Polish oh, soccer yes, game? Yes. Oh, you need a lot. I like to tell the story. I like to. Okay. You want to set it up? Let it marinate for a minute. Yeah. I'd like to tell this to we'll do it in the C block. Okay. All right, we'll do it then. Uh, get in on the Bellator 268 action for free with the Bellator MMA Prediction Challenge. Answer questions about how you think it'll all go down on October 16th for your shot at up to $5,000. Head to DraftKings.com slash Showtime now to make your predictions before the fights begin. Who will be one step closer to claiming the light heavyweight throne? Don't miss the light heavyweight World Grand Prix semifinals on Saturday, October 16th. Live on Showtime, terms and conditions apply, and other eligibility restrictions apply as well. See DraftKings.com for details. Of all your properties here in Las Vegas, will you have the volume on Dodgers, Giants, at any of them? What are you talking about? On any of them? Yeah. Wherever I am is going to have the volume on the Dodgers and the Giants. It should be. I think, I think that game deserves mm-hmm. volume tonight. This is the playoff series with the most wins ever in history. Yes. In a deciding winner-take-all game with a guy that four-hit the Dodgers against a 21-game winner. I mean, this is an incredible, historic playoff game tonight. I can't wait. I'm yeah. so excited. Awesome. I, I have to have, I, I might not have zero pennies on the game. I don't even care. Money's coming on the Giants here. It is. Mm-hmm. Money's coming. I'm, yeah. I might unload on the bet. Dodgers. Okay. I might unload. I don't know. Up next, the five biggest gaffes of the previous week with no hyperbole <laughs> here on Follow the Money. It's Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. 
Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my dance, <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March and expect. Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. The Sports Betting Network. What do you what do you want from your sports book? Great odds, personalized promotions about a faster app with easier withdrawals and complete security. Live your bet life at Points Bet. You get great odds and bigger payouts. All in a faster, reliable book. Looking to bet big? Points Bet Diamond Club, an invite-only premier betting experience, pointsbet.com. Request access and start earning Diamond Club benefits. Personalized promotions, exclusive access to ticket and events. Live your bet life at points, bet. Got to be 21, Michael. Let's do it. Let's do this, baby. Thursdays with the maestro, huh? Five biggest gaps previous week. We like to call it no hyperbole. Go ahead, pal. All right. Let's start out with number five. You can drink the water and I will drink the wine. Very underrated Frank Sinatra song. If you haven't heard it, go back and look. I probably should have spelled wine, W-H-I-N-E. Let's take a listen to Tony Larusa after getting eliminated in game four against the Astros. The stuff there in the, in the eighth inning was just leaves a, you know, just a bitter taste in your mouth and in my gut. That's just, there's a character shortage there that they should answer for. Stupid, too. Anything else? All I'd be right, interested thank you, Tony. If they, admit it. They don't, if, they, if they don't admit it, then they're really dishonest. <laughs> he's, very, he's very upset about Kendall Graveman hitting Abreu in the eighth inning. That's what he's got to be upset about, and that's the character flaw of the Astros. Let's go back to September 1st, Tony, before you start whining about one of your players getting hit. The Astros and the White Sox had the second, third and fourth best home records in baseball. September 1st, the White Sox had a three-game lead on the Astros. You knew that was going to be the division series. Tampa Bay was going to get the one seed. Yeah. What does he do? He sits everybody. They finish 15 and 15 down the stretch while the Astros finish 20 and 10 and get home field. This young team needed home field. They needed to get out to a lead in the series. This was very important here, and they pissed it away. I mean, they didn't even try to get home field. This, this, They had the best ERA of starters in the American League. The starters had an ERA over 10. That's only the fifth time in the history of the postseason that's happened in a series that went four or more games that your starters have an ERA. Let's take a look. 
Lance Lynn, the one-trick pony, as I told you. 74 out of 76 fastballs. The mm -hmm. highest in history in a postseason game. The highest percentage of one pitch. He went three and two-thirds. Giolito, who pitched the best of all of them, went four and a third in game two. Uh, deceased, one and two-thirds in the home start in game three. And Rondon, <laughs> who obviously wasn't right, two and two-thirds. Their four starters only went ten innings in the series. An observation. It's they had it. nothing in Houston. He also looks like Paulie Walnuts with a hat on. You <laughs> yeah, yeah. I liked your tweet. Nice effort, so. Yeah. Wait, People didn't wait, pick wait, up on the sarcasm. They, I mean, no, no, wait, it's wait, like, wait, go. Yeah, I bet. Horrible uh, job by the White Sox. When, when, they, when, they, when they had the double, Correa uh, had the double, and they went down 2-1, to one, I bet the Astros endgame. I said, this is over. They're done. Yep. They've, they've given up the lead here. They ain't coming back from 5-1. Okay, number four. If McClanahan can, I didn't understand this. You know, I respect the Tampa Bay Rays organization, and, and Kevin Cash is a terrific manager, but sometimes these guys get too cute. Yep. And I didn't understand what he was doing in this series. Not walking, the bases loaded there yep. in the game. And then the decision in game four um, with McClanahan. McClanahan starts game one. He throws 82 pitches. If you're going to use him on three days rest in game four, why wouldn't you start him? He has 25 starts during the year. 25. No relief appearances. Our guy Josh Towers talks about this all the time. You don't just keep putting people back. It's totally different coming out of the pen than the prep you get as a starter. Three days rest. In 20 of his 25 starts, he had five or more days rest. Let's listen to it. So anyhow, he starts McHugh. McHugh gets through the first two innings on blemish. Only 18 pitches. Let's remember, Colin McHugh was ahead of McCullers in the Astros rotation four years he ago. Was. Okay, yes. This guy was a good starter. He only gave him 18 pitches. He takes him out after two. He brings McClanahan in. McClanahan gives up five runs in the third. Let's listen to Cash explain the decision. Well, look, Mac has been such a horse for us all year long. He was a day short of regular rest um, and just felt like, you know, given there that stretch of the lineup, I was trying to – I wanted to see him try to get through the top of the lineup twice. Uh, obviously, he kind of went sideways pretty quick, and he got up to 28, 29 pitches, whatever it was, uh, in one inning, and damage had been done. Just felt like that was enough. Uh, but pretty comfortable with, with you know – Asking him to carry the load, I'm so appreciative that he was amped up to do it, um, but it just didn't go our way. No, it really didn't have anything to do with where he was in the lineup. It was that he had just come off uh, a 40-pitch workload two days prior. He was efficient, really efficient, uh, but was confident. Look, we weren't going to let McHugh face Schwarber. Um, a, a second time, and then with McClanahan, I didn't think there was anything wrong with getting him in there uh, to let him get settled before you know, you know, coming in on not being a clean inning. How about Kyle Schwarber? Kyle Schwarber is the whole reason we're making pitching decisions. He didn't want McHugh to face Schwarber. McHugh went 40 pitch. I don't get the decision. Start McClanahan if you're going to pitch the kid, and let him try to get through the order once or twice. But this, I thought, was a bad decision here. Number three, if at first you don't succeed, punt, punt again. This is the most amazing thing I've ever seen. I was watching it live here at the book. End of the third quarter, Seattle's punting on Thursday night against the Rams. They blocked the punt. Dixon, it comes right back to his left hand. He sprints to the left. He actually kicks the ball beyond the line of scrimmage. The ball's a yard and a half beyond the line of scrimmage. Aikman, Buck, Pereos coming back. Illegal, illegal. Officials get together. New rule. You can punt the ball twice as long as it's not beyond the line of scrimmage. And then... You saw McVeigh going to challenge. It's beyond the line of scrimmage. But no, when you read the rule, it's the whole punter's body and the ball must be beyond the line for it to be a penalty. 
amazing. It's just an amazing play, and I, I put that in there because you'll never see anything like this. And he punted at 70 yards. Yes, yes. Say, How about that? Yes. He, punted at, he punted at 70 yards. Great job by the officials here in this case, though, of knowing that rule. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it might have been like Karini where they had to call him down and say, no, that's a touchback, Tony. <laughs> okay, number two, the right to counsel. Boy, did I hate this decision. And poor, poor Craig Council, he pushed all the wrong buttons, right? In this yes, series. he did. How do you, we were on air. I was on air with Amal, and we got into a furious argument about this live as it happened. You can't take Freddie Peralta out no. after 57. You cannot do it. If you think that's the only time you're ever going to score in the game, you're beat anyhow. I thought it was a terrible, terrible decision. The reason I like the Brewers at all year, because their number three guy is better than about yes. every number three. Correct. Peralta, you totally neutralized that. I told them all I hated this decision, and I didn't even know Hauser was coming. If I knew it was going to be Hauser in the fifth, I hated it. It's yep. terrible. You'll listen to counsel after the game. Yeah, it's a tough decision. I mean, I think... Um... Freddie was throwing the ball great, no question about it. Um, uh, he's probably, he had, uh, uh, I think he could have got two more innings in an, an ideal scenario. Um, but there was a path to the end of the game, I thought, for us um, with our bullpen, and, and we needed to score. Um, and it was, a, it was a good opportunity to score. And, and we had a, you know, Vogelbach's on the team for that situation um, in that spot. Um, they made a great defensive play. Um, we, we had we lined out, um, you know, and unfortunately didn't play. Great defensive play. Picked up the ball the third and threw it home. Had him by had him by him. You can't bridge that far of a gap though from the fourth to the no eighth way. to get the hit. You know what I mean? You I'm just like one nothing in the fifth, insurmountable lead. Yeah, I mean, I, you can't do way, it, Mike. With no Devin Williams available. No, yes. I I hated it. I hated it so bad. I'm also told oh, if you score there, you win. I said, you win. It's the top of the oh fifth. Oh, my yeah. God. That's, that's, that's like when Cincinnati went fourth and one when they're up 14. We were trying to win the game against Minnesota in, in week one. Okay, let's get back to Cincinnati. Number one, premature celebration. I just thought this was a hilarious one. An incredible, epic game between the Packers and the Bengals. Five missed field goals from the two-minute warning on in the fourth quarter. I mean, Mason Crosby missed two all last year. He missed three. He eventually wins it. But in overtime with four minutes to go, Evan McPherson steps up for a 49-yard field goal that he hits. And I get some of the pictures here. I mean, you get the, the view from behind the goalpost, but you saw when he hit it, it was drifting to the left, drifting to the left. The ball was wide of the upright. It hit the flag going on the outside. <laughs> Evan McPherson is jumping up and down, being hoisted by his teammates. He thought it went in. Let's hear McPherson after the game. For me, what I saw is I struck it really well, um, and I saw it going right down the middle. So I kind of... I guess you could say I kind of know whenever it's going to go in, and that was one of those moments. And so I was kind of celebrating with uh, with Kevin um, whenever it turned, when it hit a hard left. And so, I mean, I couldn't really tell you. Maybe a big gust of wind caught it right at the last second, but uh, I struck it well. Um, you know, I'm upset about it, but uh, there's nothing really I can do about it now. Just kind of move on to uh, Detroit and next kick. Um, yeah, and just uh, we're preparing for Detroit and. Go up there and get a good road, road win when the ball turned left. Kind of caught me off guard. And honestly, I thought the refs were playing a game with us whenever they, I saw. I looked down there and they were doing the no good motion. Uh, honestly, thought they were playing a game because I, I struggled really well and I was real confident that it. It was a full Gavin Lux moment for Evan McPherson. It really was. It was. It yeah. was. What a game. Had everything. Had everything. They yep. they kept settling for field goals. 
Yeah. Settling yeah. for oh. missed field goal attempts. Yeah. Fourth and inches. I mean, I, I don't know. Come on. I mean, everybody's going fourth and five now. You won't go. I mean, yep. you had to measure it. It was. It was. No, we're good from 52. Yeah, we're good. Let's try them yeah. out there. <laughs> All right, let's follow the money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Up next, we'll get to our in-pocket plays, what we are betting uh, tonight. And also, great question. Well, you got to tell that Polish soccer story. we got a great question about Justin Tucker. I want to I wanna ask the maestro about this coming up next. to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it, take it, take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're up. All right, what we are betting today, call it in-pocket plays, a couple that I put on the board yesterday, Browns minus 2.5 against the Cardinals and the Chargers-Ravens game over 51.5. Uh, tonight, Zach Ertz over 43 and a half receiving yards. It is $1.15. I laid it. And uh, this number actually moved. Uh, Paul Stone gave this out. He likes Navy. At the time, you know, an hour and a half ago, it was 10 and a half. It actually moved against him in that time. So give me Navy plus 11. That's what I'm on tonight. All right. Post sign. You got it. Leans were terrible last night. No feel for hockey. Weird night in hockey. Uh, but I'll take the seven with the Eagles. Brady, 0-10 ATS run in primetime games. What I consider prime time, what Mitch considers prime time. Longest touchdown under 43 and a half yards. Largest lead under 15 and a half points. Quarter unit from Mike or pizza money. Hurts to score twice, eight to one at Bet Rivers. And I, I don't care about this. Actually, could be a positive with the Kyrie business. They pick up Mills Sap and Mills. I'll go over 55 and a half wins. Uh, with the Nets. There you go. In Pocket, presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Check out their daily specials posted after noon Eastern at BetRivers.com. I'll give you an early grade. I'll give you a B plus. Uh, something you mentioned last week. Oh, my God, is the in play ahead. <laughs> so far ahead in the baseball playoffs. Like two pitches ahead. Well, one pitch if it's Steve Traxel. Two pitches ahead. It's ridiculous. Or Kenley I'm on Jansen. The play, I'm or like, Kenley Jansen. Yeah, you're, right. during the, you're during the stretch. I go on the in play. I'm looking. I'm like, oh, I'm going to take the under. I go, what, what happened? I wait. And, I wait, and then finally the RBI double happens. You have to bet between batters or yeah. a half innings because you're so oh. far behind. Or listen to the radio. If you can find the radio yeah. feed. That'll be a real, real time, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Be part of the show. You can email, tweet, email ftm at vcin.com, ftm at vcin.com. A guy wants to know, did you consider payouts with Survivor if it would go a long distance? And did you ever consider? We did. We considered if you made it through Thanksgiving, if you made it through Christmas, okay. like 5%, 10%, but went with no. go to the end. All right. And tell the we know it's hard to score in Kiev. It's also tough to beat Albania. Can you tell the Poland story and what this, transpired here in the book earlier? In the week? This was amazing because you you know we get the bet ticker. It comes through. Uh, it comes through with the the major bets or Jeff Benson will text it out to the to the to the senior management. So there was a bet and it, it came through Wednesday morning, um, mid mid five figure bet. Um, Poland plus one oh two. Derek says, "What's Poland? What, what's that? It's soccer. What soccer?" So he's going to come down and wa- watch it. That's the three-way line, right? With with Poland was at Albania in World Cup qualifying, right? There was games everywhere. Then all the continents are doing their World Cup qualifying. That's why there's no EPL and all this. So so we come down to the book, and it's Derek and his brother Greg and I. And he looks up. There's like six soccer, six different soccer games on in the book. They did a very good job with the content. In five of the six games, it's the team in white against the team in red. 
And Derek's like, what the hell is this? Are these all the same game? They're all wearing the same uniforms. What kind of a sport is this? <laughs> you know, he hasn't been a fan of soccer his whole life like me, so he doesn't understand sure. the yeah, nuances. Yeah, like, yeah, some yeah. of them have black shorts, Derek. The other ones are all red and all that. So, but it's Albania and Poland. It's scoreless in like the 70th minute. We're sweating this game. He said, well, how long? How long? I said, well, 20 more minutes and then whatever they decide. <laughs> what do you sure, mean? Yes. <laughs> in the 78th minute, Poland scores a very beautiful goal on a cross. And, Puts it in, and we're like, "Oh, here comes water bottles, beer bottles." They start. The Albanians are throwing everything at the Polish. I never saw a field cleared so quickly. And they put them in. They feared for their safety. Matches abandoned. Didn't go ninety minutes. No action. <laughs> Didn't go ninety minutes. But it's like uh, the line uh, from the movie. I feel bad for the guy a little bit. Sure, yeah. Right? I mean, but it's like from the that movie Airplane, right? When they, the, the guy's on TV and he said they bought their tickets. They knew the risk. I say, let them crash. <laughs> you know, it's like he knew the game was in Albania. He's got to know the political, <laughs> political history. It's part of the handicap. What do you know about Albania? Only thing I know about Albania is when that 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 show about the bar in Boston, our Nesson fans, that cheers when Coach went back to school and was singing the song about <laughs> Albania. That's the only thing Good I know Lord. about Albania. Cheers. That's your recall for Albania, <laughs> oh season God. three, episode sixteen, teachers. <laughs> no, you went back and looked. Oh yeah. No, I, I knew it was teachers, but I had to go back and look at the episode. Oh, yeah. It's a really funny. You're really, kidding. No, it's a, it was oh. a really funny. Sam and Coach go back to get their GEDs at night school, and Coach can't figure out. He studies all the time. He only gets Bs. Sam never opened his book, and he's got an A, and he's telling Diane, maybe it's because the teacher likes Sam better. She says, what do you mean, Coach? He said, well, I was standing by the bulletin board posting something, and I saw Sam and Miss Purdy kissing in the parking lot, and Diane says, with probing tongues? And Coach says, no, with my thumb and a thumbtack. <laughs> Jesus. How do you know that? How do you? It one, one of the best five shows of all time. Oh, it's, very, it's very good. It's also 30-plus years ago. I, I don't have a life. Okay. It still works. Quality so is quality, bitch. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Let me, okay. We, I will we, say this. What's in your coffee? You're gonna no, be, you're I had no man. coffee today. Oh I got a God. cracker and water. <laughs> I, wish, I, I wish I would have bookmarked this, so I apologize to the person who sent this in. Mm. Asked a question earlier in the week. What do you think these teams would give up for Justin Tucker? Right? If Baltimore made him mm. available, would, would a contending team with a bad kicker, would they offer a first-round pick? And would the Ravens say yes to a first-round pick for Justin Tucker? They can't. I don't think they would. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. So what are these I, picks I, are hit and miss, Mitch. They're hit and miss. Yep. You know, there's very few picks that you know. And what would it be, a top 10 pick? It'd have to be that it's gonna, I wouldn't. What's he worth in a game? He's one of the best weapons in football. It's very hard to quantify. I keep asking Metcalf that. What, do you, what does it mean to the line for Baltimore? And it's like, it's not a specific number, but you have to factor special teams in. But it's hard, it's hard to figure in the number because you don't, what are the chances uh, it's going to happen? Um, but I mean, that's interesting. I've been saying, I always said the Rams when they went to the Super Bowl, and of course they didn't score any points against, but they had Zerline and Hacker. What did that mean to them in those games? I mean, Hacker was kicking the ball 55 yards every time, and Zerline made every kick. Yep. What's that worth? Four points in the game? Five points? And Hacker could put it out at the five-yard line yeah. whenever he wanted yes. to. Yes. What a weapon. You shouldn't kick 50-yard field goals, though, either. How about the Iowa? That's, well, sometimes about, you have to have well, it. Well, okay, if, you're right. If it's fourth and long, I guess, but that's... How about the Iowa punter this week? Seven punts inside the 10. Seven punts. And by, by the way, that's, that's who he is. Again, that's kind of like the Iowa thing on defense. Yeah. He's been punting like this, I think, all year long. They have they have T-shirts there at Iowa. Punting wins games. That. They, but by, the kid the doesn't way, get hurt. The they they were losing that game. The kid, that, yeah, of course. Oh, I was going to lose that game. That, guy, that Iowa offense not built to come from two touchdowns down. After mm -hmm. he went out, Penn State ran 46 plays, had 50 yards. 
I would be. I was oh. mad at Iowa when they would let him scramble. Why let him scramble? Put two guys on him to foul him. He couldn't throw the ball. He well, overthrew everything. Everything. I, I guess both sides are guilty here, but this this inju- fake injury thing will mm. not die. Franklin comes out with statements. He's reading the whole thing here about, <laughs> yep. oh, you're accusing my guys of fake an injury. Well, you got a history. But you know, also for Iowa fans to boo, you can't assume every injury. The guy's faking it, though, too. Yep. So, But yep. That, that will not die, that story. What anyway. about undefeated Kentucky getting 23 from Georgia? Yes. How's about that number? How about that? The total's 44. Yeah, the Kentucky yeah. team total's 11 and a half. Is that what it is? Yes. Oh, oh you you, uh, you were telling me before the show started that you like Wisconsin? I do. I don't think Army will score. I like it. I mean, it's tough to prepare for the triple option, but if anybody can do it, it's Jim Leonard. When's Jim Leonard going to get a head coach? Within job? two years. Would he? USC won't go after him. I tried, I, to get, so. I tried to get to the Pac-12 if I'm him. Go to a conference where they don't play much defense. He is awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, absolutely. He's so good. Yep, yep. Um, boy, uh, so early season hockey angles that you're looking at. You were on Edmonton last night or I, Mike Smith? I, I had a little play on Edmonton. Um, I, I played the second period. You know what I think I'm going to do, Mitch? I'm going to look at these second period totals, these in play, and play the under two and a halves. I know they're 170, 180 juice. Still, it's tough to score three goals in a period. I think that's the way to do it. And you know it moves so quickly than the end game. It'll, it'll switch to one and a half within six minutes. Sure it will. And, and you could do that. I think that's the, the way to go. I was disappointed in the Knights. I mean, the, the Kraken are bad. They blew a three-goal lead. Yeah, I had a puck line, of course. They blew a three-goal. You're up against an expansion team. You're up three to nothing. Yeah. You're, you're right. Build. They're in a bad division. But, but this is going to be a letdown for the Knights fans. Uh, you think so? Point total. Oh. Absolutely. With the oh, 100%. Total. Look at his reaction. Look at your face. How about Epic. if they were in the Central Division? They wouldn't have a shot at getting in the playoffs. Not a shot. No. You keeping an eye on the Islanders? 13 straight on the road to start the season? Yeah, they're, uh, but they're everybody's pick, right? 15 to 1. They're the, they're the chic pick. They're always going to be tough, a tough out and go, and they're always going to be in every game. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. Amal told me he hates Tampa Bay. He thinks Tampa Bay has no shot to, to win three in a row. Is there, they're well, it's tough to do. I've had other is. people reach out to me and say the same thing. Lost too much. Really? Yeah. Mm. yeah. Uh, by the way, so you're telling me that if you can, if the Giants continue to take money today, you're going to bet the Dodgers tonight? Well, I don't even know if they continue to take well, money. Yeah. I just might bet the Dodgers. I think this, this is a huge spot. I don't know. I mean... Logan Webb, I think the moment might be too big yep. for, for Logan Webb. Age I, can I be just too big. do. Absolutely. Urias has been a key in the playoffs. Yeah. He's pitched in the yes, World Series. He's been very good in the postseason. He's an underrated guy. The yeah. guy's won 21 games yeah. this year. Well, that, that's a good point yeah. you bring up, though, too. This is a Dodger town, but everyone continues to get paid on the Giants. It's like, I'm just going to take the Giants. have been an ATM this year. Well done, Maestro. Good point. Well done. Great job. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched. A series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. The Chicago, Detroit, Philadelphia, and Pittsburgh CityCasts. Yeah, Siri, thank you for coming in. <laughs> They're up and running right now with five new episodes each and every single week. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcasts. It's been a while since this happened. Uh, fantasy Football Hall of Famer Paul Charchin on the show uh, coming up next. Does Brady go nuts tonight? Is it a Fournette game? Uh, which target for Jalen Hurts goes off? We'll ask him all those questions coming up. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids. 
but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even posted to my my game. (laughs) There's plenty to celebrate in March. And Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. The Sports Betting Network. Get in on the Bellator 268 action for free with the Bellator MMA Prediction Challenge. Answer questions about how you think it'll go down Saturday for your shot. Up to $5,000. Head to DraftKings.com slash Showtime to make your predictions before the fights begin. Saturday, October 16th on Showtime. Who will be one step closer to claiming the light heavyweight throne? DraftKings.com for details. Our next guest is a Fantasy Football Hall of Famer. You can get all of his player rankings up every single week at guillotineleagues.com for free with awesome write-ups on almost every single player. Paul Charchian joins us here on a Thursday. Charge, good morning. How are you, pal? I'm doing great. Hi, everybody. We have, hey, how about this? We have a good Thursday night game. They've all been good. 
But this one's good on paper. I mean, this looks yeah. like a, a potential high-scoring thriller for fantasy use. Okay, so when the Eagles have faced elite quarterbacks, those quarterbacks have gone off this year. Prescott and Mahomes, only two, but they've each had really good games. Brady certainly qualifies. Uh, their defense cannot stop the running game whatsoever. Do you think Fournette has a good game tonight? Is this a Brady special? And on the flip side, you can't run against Tampa Bay. This hurts, and his receivers look good tonight and put up big numbers. Yeah, that's a, it's, a, it's a lot of juicy stuff to get to right there. Obviously, love Tom Brady in this matchup a lot. Uh, he's posted monster box scores in four of five games so far, and he goes up against this inconsistent pass defense, which you, as as, as you mentioned, instead of perfectly, Mitch, they yield against good passers, of which obviously Brady's great. He's got the three fantastic receivers. Gronk's out, doesn't matter. Those guys press their cornerbacks, Darius Slay, Steven Nelson, Avante Maddox, they're all inconsistent guys, and, and here comes the best threesome of receivers out there. So, you know, I, Brady's sitting on potentially another in a series of fantastic games, and that doesn't mean that Leonard Fournette can't get it done, and I'm, I'm glad you brought him up because, mm-hmm. as fantasy players know, the, the least predictable backfield in football for the last couple of years has been the Tampa backfield, and the worst thing you could ever do is actually listen to anything that Bruce Arians says because he's a stone-cold liar. And if he goes into a game talking of how much he likes Ronald Jones, that just means Ronald Jones is not going to have any impact on that game whatsoever, and vice versa with anybody else. So you could never listen to him. But the numbers tell us now that this is a Leonard Fournette-driven running game, and to an increasing extent, even passing game. He's now averaging... 15 touches per game on the season. 15 is enough to get fantasy owners where they need to go. You would get the ball enough in his hand. In the last two weeks, he's had put up 250 total yards and a score, which is great. And Jones, Ronald Jones turned to a total afterthought. He's averaging five carries, 19 yards per game, and he doesn't catch it all. So even if Brady has a great game, some of it could come through the air for Fournette here. And Eagles just got mowed down by Tuba Hubbard. So Fournette has a is is a nice fantasy start, and I think we're going to see a, a a a good game from him. The likes of which we really we've gotten pretty much all year. Then you touched on Jalen Hurts, so and there's a lot of talking. I'm sorry, Fine. but Jalen Hurts has got this could be the the ultimate breakout game right now, and I love it. So this game sets up so well for the Eagles for the Eagles offense and the way they like to do business. Anyway, the problem that most teams have when they face the Bucks is. Their running game is a disaster, and they give up after like one quarter, and now they got to try to pass for the rest of the game. And that's why the Bucks see a league-high 45 passes per game. But the Eagles don't care. They don't run the ball anyway. Over the last three weeks, their running backs are averaging eight carries a game. Oh, jeez. That's it. All of them. So if they don't have to change anything to go attack the Bucks where they're the weakest, and that's through their secondary. Tampa's without three starters in their secondary. Winfield's ruled out. Davis is out. Murphy Bunting's on IR. And their spy line linebacker, Levante David, is out. And that could trigger some running lanes for Hertz. This is a great opportunity for a team that wants to pass anyway. I think Hertz, I think Hertz has his best game as a pro right here. Everything lines up for him. If he can't get it done here, then I'm I'm a lot more worried about Hertz, but I think he does. Great yeah. answer. Yes. Excellent. Hollywood Brown has been on a roll. Now, yeah. do we, does this continue? And maybe did the Ravens find something that's kind of hurry up, spread them out, and throw offense? Yeah, that's, uh, this has been a shocking development. 11 touchdowns in the last 11 games for Hollywood Brown, who was totally scattershot before that. If he didn't connect on the long pass 
he was giving you box scores of like three catches, 30 yards, and he was mm-hmm. killing fantasy owners and betters that were taking his props. If he didn't get that connection, and mostly he didn't. But over these last 11 games, the connections have been there. And the temptation is to say that that's going to continue, although he almost can't keep up at this pace. But I'm just going to identify a couple of things to suggest a regression could come. The Ravens have played an incredibly favorable schedule. They've hit the Chiefs, the Lions, a banged-up Colts secondary, all of them bottom-tier pass defenses. Now, Hollywood goes to Hollywood to face the Chargers. That's his toughest matchup of the year, and I don't think he has the same kind of success trying to get deep against a much better Chargers uh, secondary. And then first-round pick Rashad Bateman probably makes his debut this week. He could start siphoning off some looks, and if not this week, then in short order. And just guys who score from distance are notoriously inconsistent. Tyler Lockett is is, is an example. Tyler Lockett is the ultimate boomer bust guy. This has been Hollywood in the past, and you just figure sooner or later, just the regression comes, and they don't connect on some of these long passes that they're cashing in on regularly right now. So you mentioned Bateman coming back. How about other guys coming back, and what do we do with them, and what do you expect, and what does it mean? Thomas with New Orleans, Landry, and and, and Cohen, and even Wilson with the Niners. Uh, Landry is the most interesting one out of that group to me. He's uh, he's starting practice now, and he was doing some practice on the side yesterday. Not going to be active this week, but could be active the week after that. And when you look at the, the Cleveland offense, it's a good offense, that's getting very little from any of the receivers, including Odell Beckham, who hasn't been able to get on the same page really at all with Mayfield. So we know Landry is a target hog, and nobody stepped and filled that void while he's been out for these six weeks. So I'm fascinated by Landry. Michael Thomas is is getting close to where he could be coming back soon, but he's still not practicing. And I'm, I'm obviously there's a spot for him when he comes back. Jeff Wilson, they said uh, the timetable is now mid to late November, so he's pretty much off our radars for the time being. All right. Let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Paul Charchian with guillotineleagues.com, our guest. So you, you brought up Lockett there for a second. What do you make yeah. of this matchup overall with Geno Smith now taking over as the quarterback? Wilson's hurt with Lockett and Metcalf as his two you know starting receivers to throw the ball to. But then on the flip side, with Big Ben, like if he can't go off against the Seattle defense, then what? Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's so well framed up. This is this will tell us everything we need to know about Big Ben's viability the rest of the way. Because if he can't get it done against Seattle, hang it up. I mean, we, we we go back to last year. Anybody who's ever seen Big Ben play, we saw Roethlisberger as a shell of his former self down the stretch last year. And the hope was, coming into this year, at least through the beginning of the season, with a fresh arm and all the talk about all the offseason workouts and the greatest shape he's been in in years and everything else, that the arm would be okay. But the arms, by and large, look terrible so far for Roethlisberger. Now, in fairness, he's coming up his best game of the year last week against a good Broncos defense. And now he faces one of the leakiest secondaries in the league, Seattle. Four straight teams have topped 322 passing yards on Seattle. They've allowed a three-touchdown game to Kirk Cousins. The 49ers quarterbacks combined for three touchdowns. And then they cut their starting cornerback, Trey Flowers, uh, a week or so ago. And they put in Sidney Jones. And Sidney Jones has allowed a perfect passer rating (laughs) on balls thrown in his coverage. So they've gone from bad to worse somehow. So they don't have any answers in the secondary. Ben's got to get it done here. I don't care that Juju Smith Smith is going to play. This is a primo spot. And if he can't get it done here... 
I'm worried. Now, opposite him, Geno Smith at the helm. We haven't seen him for seven years outside of the third of a game that we got last week. So it's it's hard to know exactly what he is now, but we know what he was then, which was a turnover machine. You, know, you want your quarterbacks to have a touchdown to interception ratio of like three to one. He had a touchdown to interception ratio of one to two. He had twice as many interceptions as a starter than he did touchdowns. And he did end up throwing the game ceiling interception at the end of the last game, although Tyler Lockett fell down on that yeah. play. So maybe it's not entirely on Geno Smith. Um, we don't really know what kind of guy he is, but here's what I can tell you for sure. He's not going to be the deep downfield pinpoint perfect passer that Russell Wilson was because he was special that way. And that unlocked so much value for TJ, uh, T, uh, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett that Seattle's going to throw less. They're going to throw fewer of those downfield plays and we're going to see more running just if only to make sure Geno Smith doesn't throw the throw the game away. And that that means to me, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett are turn into guys you just can't start every week. You got to look at matchups and decide how comfortable you are. They're uh, they're my ranked in my rankings as number twenty one and number twenty three at the wide receiver position. This all week. right, Charge, we could talk to you for two hours uh, every single. I know, week. and I keep. I, I'm all I'm doing is rambling. No, we're, we're up against it. But go to guillotineleagues.com. You're still accepting drafts. You're still drafting uh, this week and beyond. And also, your player rankings are up there every single week for free with great write ups. Uh, guillotineleagues.com. Thanks, Pell. We'll talk to you soon. Sounds great. Thanks, yep. guys. Bye bye. There you go. Fantasy football hall of famer Paul Charge. Great night in sports, Paul. Great night awesome. in sports. God, I can't wait. Tomorrow we are back. Uh, recap last night. Look ahead to the weekend as well. Good luck betting. We'll see you then. Bet River Sportsbook app has a huge number of live streaming events every day. Bet River Sportsbook has great offers, including a $250 match bonus on your first deposit, and all bonuses are only one time playthrough. Amazing offers and great customer service makes Bet Rivers your hometown sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, playable in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania. See the Bet River Sportsbook app for details. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. In Indiana, call 1 800 9 with it. Or in Colorado, call 1 800 522 4700. Playable in New Jersey as Play Sugar House. PicksWise is the number one app for free sports betting picks. Find expert picks for every sport, every day. Loaded with best bets, props, and parlays. Held by a team of trend-watching, data-devouring sports fanatics. You can find in-depth game predictions giving you the who, how, and why behind every prediction, all for free. Sign up through our sportsbook promotions, compare the odds, and place your bets with all the biggest sports books. Download the free PicksWise app now to make your next bet better. This is VSIN, the sports betting network. The VSIN experts live and breathe sports betting, and we've assembled the best team here in Vegas, the gambling capital of the world. Our unique approach helps you learn how to become a better handicapper. We go beyond picks and predictions to discuss the numbers and analysis that matter to sports bettors. The action never stops, and we are always on for you with TV, radio, and digital coverage. Invest in your sports betting success. Visit vcin.com to learn more. Football season is here, and we have new talent 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 is here. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media. But now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. 
Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. CNN.